1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Top of the hour to you. Welcome back inside Gwen and Chris. 4 o'clock on this Friday afternoon. Chris Sello, Tony Gwen Jr. Off today. Matt Scraby sitting alongside as we, uh, well, not alongside. I'm in the home office. He's in the uh,
0: Intercom Empire studio. Yeah, What's the say. weather like? <laughs> There's no COVID going. No, on I was gonna here. say if we were sitting in the same room, that's what I oh, was playing. How's no. the weather from up here? It's a little hazy. Not gonna lie, it's a little hazy. It is. I'm not gonna lie, it is. It looks a little little
1: smoky out there, and I, I I'm not a fan. I saw a thing last night on uh, Netflix. David Letterman and Jerry Seinfeld were interviewing each other. Oh gosh, and it was pretty obviously very funny. But I remind was reminded that David Letterman started his career off as a weatherman. So, is that right? Yes, in Indiana. So uh, maybe if you ever make it big, you can tell everybody that you started your career off as a weatherman oh, is that, for the Quinn uh, okay. and Chris show.
0: I, I, see, I see where this is going. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure where it went. Oh, That's it okay. Is. We don't need to. Wow, it is raining really hard. This is being cool here on the Intercom Empire. So if you're sitting out there. What? <laughs> that was almost two years ago. No, that was longer than two years ago,
1: wasn't it? it that was, was like right was, at the
0: beginning of the, of the the incarnation of the show. No, it was the Monday after the Super Bowl when the Patriots beat the Rams. I remember that. you were. I, I really? will never forget. You were on this Todd Gurley great take, and I just randomly decided to say, Wow, it is raining really hard. This is being cool here on the Intercom Empire. So if you're sitting out there. <laughs> what? Your,
1: your voice sounds so different. Sounds I, like another era. Something almost. happened with our audio. I don't know what it is. But Between I, then and now? Yeah. Well, anyway, welcome back to the program. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you. If you're an NFL fan and you want to know who's going to win these wild card playoff games this weekend, stick around in about 15 minutes. I'm going to tell you he's going to win all six games. So Scraby's going to have his picks as
0: well, but uh, that's just for show. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, I I hope that you get these six games. You have said that maybe 20 times already this show. I know that I'm going to get them all right. And, and you know people are like, get out of here. You're not going to get
1: them all right. You'll probably be lucky. Like you said, Scraby, I'll be lucky to get three of them right. But uh, I'm going to pick and uh, give them my best shot anyway. Uh, that's coming up shortly. But right now it is time for you to get a chance to qualify to win our grand prize, uh, Gwyn and Chris uh, January golf extravaganza, Las Vegas getaway, a round of golf for two. food and beverage credit, plus a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Legendary Vegas fun. Got to be 21 years or older to win. It is time for Chris versus the fan. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself... Howdy-do! Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the Fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
0: All right. All right, Mr. Scraby, take over. Uh, Well, before I get into the rules, I, I, I started this new year um thing where I'm gonna keep track of Chris's score. And this week, Chris, up to this day, you are sixteen questions asked. You got twelve right. You're batting seven fifty right now for the week. Wow. Seven fifty. Now I said I your like that's yearly good. I said your yearly score would be eighty two percent. So you fell below my, my line, but I need to Eighty two percent is a little ridiculous. Eighty two percent is a lot, but you're 750 right now, so hopefully you, uh, some of these people out here today, can uh, drive that down a little bit. You know, I don't really want to see you go to 50, percent but I don't want to see Tony win with his 73 percent either. So, well,
1: it doesn't really. The people out there, uh, you know, the contestants. I mean, they're playing for themselves basically. So the, I don't, I'm not. I, the way I want them to drive my score down is just by getting the questions right. That's how they can win.
0: Well. The rules right? of
1: the game. Do you are... know that do you know right now that there's a television show on and I, I just happened by it the other night. I don't know the name of it. But they their Ken Jennings is on it, the famous Jeopardy yes. guy. Okay. And he plays the role of Chris. Oh. And the contestants play the role of the fans. Oh, interesting. Did they steal this idea from us? I think they stole the idea from us because basically they asked the contestants questions and if the contestant gets it wrong and Ken Jennings gets it right then the fan is eliminated wait so the a contestant's second.
0: eliminated that's exactly what we do is there a rule here? Let me read the rules. You tell me if they're the same rules. If they're stealing my script, because I think they are. You have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong, and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question, or you win on the third question. But yeah, we're, we're, I
1: think that's pretty similar to what they're doing on that television you, show. I don't. I don't have all the rules in front of me. I didn't pay that close attention, but I noticed. That some guy missed a question, and then they went to Ken Jennings,
0: and he got it right, and that was the end of the night for that contestant. Wow. Okay, I am doing some research this weekend. I am yeah, going to find do a out research on this. Find out who's cheating and stealing our ideas. We might be able to make a little money off of this. Is straight. it called? Is it called Ken versus the fans? Because that, no, be, <laughs> that would be that really would be really obvious. Really obvious. That would be very obvious. Yes. Let's no, go to one of common. our uh, big time players. He plays a lot and wins a lot too. Gary. How are we Gary doing, Gary? He's a good
1: player. Yeah. Hi, Gary. Hey, guys. Doing well. Just listening, enjoying the weather report. That's <laughs> That's where, the, I, this is the place to
0: come to get it. Where are you calling from, Gary? Calling from uh, my garage, home gym. <laughs> okay. A is it hazy in your garage? Because is it that hazy would be that would be problem. That would be a problem. I'm That'd just be kidding. I'm no, just it's kidding.
1: Not easy. I, I'm not doing the Bob Marley right now, but it is. <laughs> <easy after.
0: laughs> I love that answer so much. All right, Gary, here we go. Question number one. Very good, Gary. The Indianapolis Colts franchise joined the NFL in 1953 in which city? Baltimore. Baltimore It's correct. I knew he was going to get that. Yes,
1: one. and they left in the uh, cloak of darkness in 1984 for Indianapolis. I have
0: seen that video, and they really did just leave in the middle of the night. The middle of the night. Yes, they that's did. They yeah. uh, all right, Gary. Here without we go. The, without well, the Baltimore Colts band.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. there was a famous band. The Baltimore Colts band was a big part of that franchise back in the day.
0: Can you imagine if they, they they, a talk for another. Together. Talk for another day. Can you imagine if that happened today with all the social media and people that we have? That would be insane.
1: It would not be as easy to
0: pull off. It would not. All right, Gary. Here we go. Question number two. Carlos Boozer was a longtime NBA player. What college did he play at? Carlos Boozer. Well, without knowing him too well, I'm going to say North Carolina. North Carolina. Chris, do you he could know? could not have come
1: much closer. The uh, okay, campus no, he played at is only eight miles away. He went to Duke.
0: Ugh. Went to Duke. Oh. Thank you, Gary. Close, Gary. I,
1: I, I had that
0: 50-50. <laughs> no, you're right, you? Gary. You're yeah. right there. Yeah, you're, you're right, right there. there. Talk to you next week, Gary. We'll
1: see you, Gary. You know, Carlos Boozer grew up and played his high school basketball in Alaska.
0: It, no one does that. Yeah,
1: and the reason I know that is because when we used to go up there with the Gulls, to play Anchorage, there were all kinds of stories about how great Carlos Boozer was. He was dominating the entire Alaska.
0: So you kind of been following the uh, you were following scene. the trend before it happened.
1: Yes, I was aware of Carlos Boozer before most people were,
0: for sure. All right, let's go to another longtime player, Tom El Cajon. How Just are you, Just out Tom? of curiosity, before we get to Tom, yes, yes, yes. What made you think of that particular question?
1: Like of Carlos all of Boozer? the players in the NBA, what made you think of Carlos Boozer? <sighs>
0: I always have a reason. I always okay. have a reason. And yeah, I went to the Maui Invitational back in the day, and I was, and I saw Carl Spoozer play on Duke with Chris Duhun. And um, I just thought about something in the past, and I was like, oh, Carl Spoozer, people know who he is. I'm going to say, we'll call him. a good you go question. To? All right. Fair enough. So, all right, Tom. Hey, Tom. You, you ready to go? Hi, guys. Yes, I am. How all are you? Right. Okay. Good. How Let's are go, you? Buddy. Good. Go get him, Tom. Tom, what is the nickname of the University of Kansas? Jayhawks. Jayhawks is correct. I knew Tom would know that one. He got that one. I knew he would know that one. Yeah. All right, Tom, question number two. Ooh, uh, this is a tough one. What city did the Kansas City Chiefs start in? Start in? Yes. Where did they originally... Arizona. Start their their organization. The franchise began. Oh, well, there! When the franchise began, you say <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be. I have I have no idea. Kansas City, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta you says. Stay there. Kansas City Chiefs were originally the Dallas Texans. I knew that. Oh. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Okay, here we go. Chris is uh, getting a little wild here. Just 2-0. 2-0. Relax, (laughs) Relax, he says. Um, I'm writing down your score. That's why I'm stalling for a second. All right, here we go. Michael. How are we doing, Michael? Hey, Michael. Hey, doing good, guys. Michael's a tough player, so here we go. Which country is known for the Great Barrier Reef? Australia. Australia is correct.
1: You didn't think you're gonna get a geography question to kick
0: things off, did you? <laughs> That's all there's left in the question. Bucket place. <laughs> Here we go, Michael. Question number two. Recently injured Markell Fultz was originally drafted by the 76ers with what pick in the twenty seventeen NBA draft?
1: Uh third
0: i don't know third third i
1: don't know chris do you know yes i do unbelievably i know because i don't know draft stuff very much but he was actually the number one pick overall in the draft
0: he was thank you michael
1: thank you michael
0: okay all right where did he go washington um i
1: think he went to washington
0: Yes, he did. You're right. Yeah. He did go to Washington.
1: He was just starting to get his career together this year when he got hurt. I mean, he was, like, starting to finally play decent.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's sad. And he just signed a big contract extension as well. Well, that part's not sad. It's kind uh, of sad. I mean, I don't think people want to sign contract extensions and then get uh, hurt. That, that takes a little of a sting out of the injury. It does. Okay. If we're going to go that route, yes. Yeah. But I don't think he wants to let people down. No, but he's still
1: going to get rich not playing.
0: All right. Here we go. Alex, can you take down Chris today, Alex? Here we go, Alex. All right, let's get me through.
1: Question number two.
0: Are you first-time player?
1: Uh, No, actually, I've won before. Okay. Uh, I I won won the Vegas trip.
0: Oh, Oh, wow. You actually won the Vegas
1: trip? Yeah, you guys uh, picked me. I think it was in... uh... November or good October. Good job. Very Alex. nice. Right. Okay, here, you here we go. Show. I got lucky on the drawing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Hopefully all you need. You get lucky today too.
0: Yeah. Here we go, Alex. What clothing rental company had the slogan, "You're going to like the way you look"? I guarantee it. It's, uh, the, what is it? it's that guy, the Men's Fashion Depot, or something like that. <laughs> men's Fashion Depot? <laughs> uh, no, it's the... Uh, I'll give uh, you one more quick men's guess. Warehouse. Okay, men's warehouse. all right. He got it. You did. He pulled it out. You did. All right, here we go, Alex. Question number two. He must have seen you uh, walking the catwalk at the Men's
1: Warehouse, Scraby. That's how he... So I, I got confused with that one guy, the other guy. What is it, uh... Price value selection.
0: Tony, Tony walks the catwalk at I, Lululemon. Lemon. You just walk about to the say. catwalk at Men's warehouse. I was just about to say, Tony Tony's our catwalker here on the show. All right, Alex, here we go. Question number two, what team did the Bears beat in the Fog Bowl? In the Fog Bowl. Yes, I believe 1988. That's the Eagles, buddy. Oh, nice job, Alex. That's really
1: good. Yeah,
0: Randall Cunningham was yeah, the quarterback that day, if, if you could see him. Yeah, exactly. That fog bowl <laughs> thing, I can't believe that, they didn't stop the play. Yeah, that was and pretty amazing. I the Eagles amazing. were I remember that white game.
1: that day, too, so they were like ghosts out there.
0: <laughs> is it, yeah, is that true, Chris? The Eagles were wearing white? Yeah, oh, yeah the, the Eagles had home.
1: white, and, I mean, uh, there was no way
0: to – I mean, even the Bears were in black, you couldn't see them either. It didn't yeah. matter. All right, Alex, <laughs> here we go. Question number three, to qualify for your second time, to Vegas.
1: Right, uh, you know what? If I qualify, I'm giving it to the next guy. How about that? How oh, I like
0: that. That's very nice of you, Alex. Um, let's do this one. How many times did the Raiders make the playoffs in the 1980s? Oh, damn it. I don't like the Raiders. Uh... <laughs> Who does? I'm going to go with, uh, dude, that was with Madden. Uh, six times. Six times. The Raiders made the playoffs in the 80s. Stay there. That's really tough.
1: Uh, They made it in 80. They made it in 81. They made it in 82. They made it in 83. They made it in 84. I don't think they made it after that.
0: So Uh, I'm going to say five. You're going to say five. Whoa. It's correct. It's correct. Sorry, Alex. Good job, Alex. Don't worry,
1: guys. Thank Thanks, you. Alex.
0: Good talking to you again, man. Uh, we're going to have to go to break. I will. If you're on the line right now, stay there. I'm going to pick one of you randomly when I when we go to break. Because we got an extra prize to we give away We got an extra today, prize so. to give away. But you were correct. They did not go to the playoffs in 81. There oh, was, they didn't. They were 7-9 so. and nine that year. They won the Super Bowl in 80, and then they went four straight from 82 to 85. Okay. All right. But Fair good enough. job, Chris. You got... Thank you. You got... All of those questions right today, so you're 16 for 20 this week. All right, good. That's up to 80%. I like it.
1: It's a little too high, but I'll take it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, our pro football playoff wild card picks. Stick around. I'm going to go six for six. Watch me next. First, let's check traffic, the Valley View Casino Traffic Center. All right, it's the moment we've all waited for. Chrisello popping off here. Saying I'm going to predict all six wild card games correctly, I know darn well I'm not going to do it. But you got to
0: give it a shot. Maybe Scrabby will do it.
1: You don't sound um, too. You don't sound too fired up.
0: Well, I've been I've been really struggling with these games ever since I knew I was going to be picking them. So I, I I'm going to overthink at least two of them.
1: All right.
0: Well, here we go. It is the NFL wild card. Weekend.
1: They're calling it the Super Wild Card Weekend because there's an extra wild card game this year, an extra two, one in each conference. Our coverage on 97.3, the fan starts tomorrow morning with Indianapolis and Buffalo, followed by Los Angeles Rams, Seattle Seahawks, followed by Tampa Bay, Washington. And then Sunday we'll have a triple header as well Baltimore, Tennessee, Chicago, New Orleans, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. But uh, I need a little NFL music to get me in the right mood, Scraby. Otherwise, I don't think I can do this. All right, here's what we're going to do. Not only going to pick all six games, but going to pick them in order of the games we feel most confident about first all the way down to the game we feel the least confident about. So the way this is going to work with six games, there will be a six-point game. That's the one you're like guaranteeing. That's like your superstar pick. It's like the Scraby special. Like the Scraby special. And then there'll be a five, four, three, two. And then the one game that you feel the least confident about will be only worth one point. So if uh, either of us are able to go six for six, Scraby, we would get 21 points because that's how many are at stake here. Okay. So let's see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. Are you ready? I am. I am ready. All right, what is your six-point pick of all of the games this weekend?
0: Who do you feel the most confident is going to win? I feel like the Saints are going to beat the Bears, and I feel most confident about that. The Bears just barely made it into the playoffs. I don't think they have what it takes to win a game. So I'm going to pick the Saints. You know that during the regular season, these two teams play. I do, yes.
1: And the game went into overtime. I do remember this, yes. Before the Saints were able to come out with a, I believe it was a 26-23 win. whole different world from that game. That was in Chicago week eight. Yeah, and the Saints do not play well on the road. Not as well as they do at home. All right, so the Saints is your six-point pick. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm not going there. I feel more confident in the Buffalo Bills than I do in the
0: Saints.
1: And I'm going to be honest with you. This is a pick solely on how good I think Buffalo is. They're pretty good. I saw what they did to the Dolphins last week. True. Yeah, you were first-hand
0: witness to that. I got a
1: first-hand witness to that shellacking. (laughs) And every other shellacking that they've given. I mean, they've been just beating teams big. And if you look at this Buffalo season, I've said this before, but they're thirteen and three. Their one loss was a hail mary on the DeAndre Hopkins one in a million catch. Oh yeah. The other yeah. two losses mm-hmm. were both Tuesday games. Remember that they had to play on Tuesday. Yeah. So those were games that were rescheduled, reshuffled around. There were a lot of extenuating circumstances. This Buffalo team, I think a lot of t. Te- I think a lot of people think they could go to the Super Bowl. I'm one of them. I don't know. I'm not picking that, but I do feel so good about them. Now that's overlooking the ability of Philip Rivers, and I know that Philip Rivers is can be fantastic in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And the Colts have a good running game, and they have a good defense. I just think the Colts are like just got a bad draw. Yeah, I,
0: I, I kind of agree with that,
1: but. Because I think the Colts are good, but I, I really feel good about Buffalo. They're my six-point pick. Who's all your right. wow.
0: Who's your next team now? You, you picked New Orleans six. Who's your five-point you, You've already just blown me away with that pick. But uh, my five-point pick, and, and this could have gone either way, because part of me wants to pick the other team, but I can't. They haven't practiced all week. They're not going to have their head coach. The Browns are going to lose. So the Steelers is my five-point pick. All right. Steelers for five. All right,
1: Buffalo's my number 1 team that's going to win. My number 2 team that's going to win is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: And this is a this is a bit of a tough one cuz I really do kind of want to root for the WFT. Okay. I mean, you've got Alex Smith, you got Chase Young who I like, got Ron Rivera who I like, and you have Tom Brady who I really don't like. But I can't imagine Tom Brady Stayed around for a whole nother season to get into the playoffs. <laughs> to go one and done. To just lose to a sub-500 football team. I just can't see that happening.
0: I feel like these so. th- this year, playoff losses are going to hurt more because of all that they've had to do with COVID and everything yes. this year. Good point. So anyway, I think Tampa
1: Bay is my second uh, favorite pick this weekend. I'll pick them as my five-point game. I, you know... I think Brady may make a little run in this postseason. I think Tampa Bay is as good as any team in the NFC. I don't think they're better than teams in the NFC, but I think they're as good as. And this is the time where Tom Brady was born for. So I think he comes through. I will mo- I will point this out. The previous two teams that won their division with a sub-500 record, Carolina and Seattle back in the day, both won their first playoff game. I did check that out as well. So it's not impossible for Washington to win this game, but I'm taking Tampa Bay as my five-point pick.
0: All right, Scraby, who is your four-point game? My four-point game is going to be the Seattle Seahawks taking down the Los Angeles Rams. Feeling good about the Seahawks, are you? I I do, I do, because uh, Jared Goff, his thumb is a little messed up, and the the Rams have kind of been limping into the playoffs, so I'm going to pick uh, the Seahawks with my four-point pick. All right, you have it. And my
1: four-point pick is one you already picked, and that's the New Orleans Saints. I still think they're going to win. Just don't feel as confident about the Saints. The reason I don't feel as confident about the Saints is I don't think the Saints are as good as everybody thinks they are.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with
1: that. I just haven't seen it this year from, from Drew Brees with or without Michael Thomas. It just hasn't quite been the same. Taysom Hill coming in there, kind of throwing in. Actually, the games that New Orleans has really looked best in are the games where Alvin Kamara goes crazy running the football. Mm -hmm. So it seems like a little different team, but their defense is better. Chicago is mediocre at best. But the Saints have also choked at home in the playoffs a couple of times the last couple of years, including last year when they lost – I still don't understand how they lost to Kirk Cousins and the
0: Vikings at home last year. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing.
1: So that's carrying over with me, and I'm a little
0: concerned. So the Saints are my four-point pick as a result of that. Okay. Right, time for your three-point pick. My three-point pick, you already named him. I'm going to say the Buccaneers. I just feel like maybe, maybe, maybe there's some magic left in Alex Smith and the Washington football team, but I'm not willing to pick the Washington football team, so I pick the Buccaneers. Picking the
1: Buccaneers. All right. So, you know, it's interesting. Neither of us have picked an upset yet. We've just picked in a little different order. Yes. All right, my three-point pick is going to be picking against a rookie quarterback. Uh, you know, I've, we talked about this yesterday, Scraby. That's a big deal to me when I'm picking NFL playoff games. If you're playing in your first playoff game, you don't tend to win very often. I think the record is 9-39 and in the wild card round. So, I think Baker Mayfield's up against it. I know Pittsburgh is not as dominant as they were all season. Cleveland is without their coach. The Browns have lost 17 games in a row in Pittsburgh, which is unbelievable. So, I will take. But the reason I'm really taking Pittsburgh is because it's Baker Mayfield's first playoff game. And. Uh, he's going to have to show me that he can get it done under the uh,
0: hot glare of the postseason. I mean, I, I, they're up against it. They haven't practiced all week. They've been doing Zoom meetings. They don't have a head coach. They're on the road. They may galvanize with all of it that. It could. Though. It could. And in the right? Big Five, in about 15 minutes, I'm going to be talking about something Juju Smith-Schuster did that may be another galvanizing moment for the Browns. All right. Did he dance on their logo like no, he did No, but he last pretty much time? did the equivalent of that. Which oh, really? Is like, really,
1: dude? He said he wasn't going to do, do that anymore.
0: He, he, he didn't dance, but he said something that was basically the same thing.
1: Gotcha. All
0: right. You have uh, Indy Buffalo and you have Baltimore,
1: Tennessee. Which one are you going with here?
0: I'm going to go with uh, the Buffalo Bills. I, they are very good. I, I do think that they can make it to the Super Bowl, but I also think that – Maybe the Indianapolis Colts can figure out a way to beat the Bills. I think maybe Phillip Rivers in his uh his veteran status as a quarterback will help him. Josh Allen is has been great this year, but at the same time, he he did, I believe, last year lose the game for the Buffalo Bills because he did something crazy and stupid. And so Well, that was his first playoff game. Yeah, so he and I got think that maybe, out of the way. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe, maybe Crazy and stupid comes out again in the playoffs. So I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go with the Bills. And oh, you are take, taking the Bills. I'm gonna take the Bills. Not any chances, but I'm not so sure about it. It's your two point game, correct?
1: All right, my two point game is the Los Angeles Rams to upset the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh,
0: you well, you picked them to go to the Super
1: Bowl. A I did. Weeks ago. I'm kind of locked into this pick. Is really the way it goes. <laughs> I mean, I I picked the Rams a month and a half ago to the, go to the Super Bowl. And they looked like they were going to the Super Bowl a month and a half ago. And then the wheels came off. And, uh, you know, when I really liked them was after they beat Seattle that first time around. Yeah. Completely shut them down. Now, the Rams' defense is Super Bowl caliber. And I think with Aaron Donald and I think Jalen Ramsey, I think they're going to keep Seattle at bay tomorrow to a certain extent. But, you know, I obviously am worried. I'm locked into this pick, and I don't know that Jared Goff is going to play or not, because the Rams won't make an announcement. Yeah, it so, sounds
0: like it sounds like he's trending towards playing.
1: It sounds like he's trending towards playing, but you don't know how healthy he's going to be. But you know, when the Rams have been at their best, it's been with their running game too. So i i got it I got to stick with what I said a month and a half ago, and that is that the Rams, if I've, if they're not going to make the Super Bowl, they got to at least win one playoff game. So I'm picking them here for two points. Okay. So the game that both of us feel least confident about is Baltimore <laughs> the and slumber Tennessee. knocker. That's a tough
0: game, man. It is a tough game. Who are you picking? Well, I picked Derrick Henry as my MVP of the 2020 football season, NFL season, so I'm going to go with the Titans to get hand Lamar Jackson his third playoff loss. <laughs> I just don't have any confidence in the Ravens. Don't. Here's who the Ravens have beaten the last five weeks i know that they've had a good five weeks
1: yes but who's who they beat cincinnati the giants jacksonville i'm looking it up hang on where's the other one oh they beat cleveland in that 47 to 42 yeah, monday game. night game so that wasn't exactly a feather in their cap and they beat Dallas. So they haven't really beaten anybody that good. It's just that everybody thinks they're playing off the off the snide football. I agree with you, Scraby. I think Tennessee's just got Baltimore's number. They, they beat them in, in the playoff year. last year. They handled them easily in the regular season this year. And I think they're the one team that can punch Baltimore right back in the face the way Baltimore punches them. So I'm going with the Tennessee Titans for one as well. Well. So there gonna, you go. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm going to pay attention all weekend long. All right, the only game that we honestly disagreed with in terms of who's going to win it is you picked Seattle and I'm picking the Rams. Correct, yeah. But mm-hmm. our order is a little different. It is, So yeah. All right, we'll see how our playoff picks come out as the weekend unfolds. we got to take a timeout. We're at the bottom of the hour. When we return, it's the Big Five. Stick around for more. Gwen and Chris, Chrisello, Sello, Matt Scraby sitting in for Tony on 97.3 The Fan. It's time to embark on a twisting and turning journey through sports. A strange journey. What What can I do? How, how can I reverse this? Sit back, relax, <laughs> yeah, and ignore that last part if you're driving. Always have your hands at 10 and 2 with 97.3 on your radio and Chris go through the best of the rest of the day. The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
0: And as always, if you have any big five topics or you want to reach out to us for the show, you can at Matt Scraby on Twitter and Instagram. And then you can also find Chris at Chris L O S D. So let's waste no time.
1: Number five.
0: And we're gonna start with a little bit of Aztecs football news. It was pretty good news today. Uh, The uh, former Mississippi State wide receiver Terrell Shavers will transfer to San Diego State. He totaled 10 receptions for 127 yards and a touchdown in his college career. With Alabama and Mississippi State, Shavers was a former four-star recruit out of high school. I'm going to be up first on this one, so Scravey, what does this tell you? Well, what it tells me is that the Aztecs program is strong because it's not easy to get SEC kids back over to a Mountain West school, and I know that he's transferring around. He's trying to find some playing time. But if he's good enough to play for Alabama and Mississippi State, he should definitely be good enough to play for San Diego State. So I think this is a really good sign for the program. It also kind of tells me that they're going to go towards that passing offense we've been talking about. So that is um, that's just good stuff for San Diego State all the way around. Chris, what does this tell you? This transfer?
1: Well, it's a thumbs up for, for, for Brady Hoke and for the Aztecs. I agree with that. I mean, I have no idea how you know key you know good of a player he'll be. Uh, I think the Aztecs have some decent wide receivers. What they really need is a quarterback, and uh, if they get a good quarterback out of this recruiting uh, class, which uh, you know by all by all appearances they will then this young man may be able to come in and help them right away. And, uh, you know, I'm surprised. I've said this before. He's a four-star recruit. You go to Alabama and you play 19th string because you're behind Devonta Smith and you're behind, you know, Henry Ruggs, and you're behind all of these guys that they have there that are, you know, superstar NFL players. And I'm just surprised more kids don't want to go to San Diego State and, and be a star. Rather than go to Mississippi State or Alabama and languish and you know on fifth string, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You know, I've talked about this in the past. I'm not, I'm not a, a young kid, but that would certainly enter my thinking that I'd want to go somewhere where I could play. And San Diego State is not only a place you can play, but it's a place you can win. So, I, I, it's a nice move, and it's a, it's a nice feather in the cap for the Aztecs.
0: Yes, good job, Aztecs. Number four. The New York Mets have made a lot of news this week, and they seem to be a part of every trade rumor in Major League Baseball right now. They made the big trade for Francisco Lindor yesterday, and they are linked to Chris Bryant today, and it seems like baseball's newest owner, Steve Cohen, is going to do whatever he can to make the team good, even if that's spending all of his money. So, Chris, does big ownership pockets mean big win totals? Um...
1: Yes and no. I mean, look, Artie Moreno's got more money than anybody, right? The owner of the Angels. hmm And they won a World Series in 2002, I think it was. Where are we at? 2021 it's, now? Yeah, 18 years so, later. you know, I mean, it's not like it guarantees anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the Yankees are obviously always very good, but I think that big money ownership does mean that you have a much better chance to be competitive and... You know, but see, I think we talked about this yesterday with the Mets. I I think the Mets got to build with, from within first. They, they, gotta, they, they need a better infrastructure before they go out and start spending on this money on these big trade and big name guys because I think they're a mile or two away from the Braves. And, you know, I think one thing, you know, you can be new ownership and have big money, but if you're only going to spend it on free agents – and you're not going to have the infrastructure of a good minor league system and young players to go along with it, probably not going to work. And so I, I, that's why I hesitate to add, answer that question with a, with a definitive yes.
0: I, I agree with all of your points. I think in this particular case, because I don't believe that super teams work. We've seen it before, and I actually kind of like it when super teams fail. I don't like to see those teams all come together like they do and spend a bunch of money. But uh, I think in this case with Steve Cohen, the big Mets fan that he is, it seems like his single focus is to get the Mets into the World Series every single year and put them in a chance to win the World Series. I think he cares a lot about what this team does in the next few years. And I know all owners care, but at the same time, with everything that's going on in Major League Baseball, with financial instability with other teams due to the shortened season last year, Steve Cohen's not worried about losing money, and so I think that helps them a ton this season and going forward with him being the owner of the team.
1: The Mets, right now, as it sits right now, are a bad team that has a great shortstop.
0: Good point. Okay, and that's they, have, all they they are. have some good. They have some, well, they, they have, have a very really award yeah. winning
1: pitching. They have, well, they have Jacob DeGrom. Who and they also have, have
0: Thor, but he's coming off of a surgery, so. Yeah. Noah Syndergaard.
1: I Look, like I said, the Mets have a long way to go to catch the Braves. And in order to catch the Braves, I think they got to build up their farm system. So uh, I, I, I think they're just throwing a lot of money at this to make it look like they want to win, but I don't know that it's going to work out. Number
0: three. Fair enough. I said yesterday Kyrie Irving may not be as weird as we all think he was, and I wouldn't think twice about questioning his stance on everything that is going on in our country right now. But yesterday he sat out of the Nets game, and sources say the reason was, quote, I just didn't want to play, end quote, which, according to reports, translates to a mental health day. And I have no problems with mental health days, so keep that in mind. But, uh, the reports also say... Okay, wait a second. Yes. I,
1: I'm taking one then right now.
0: Uh, right now? You're taking a mental health day right now? <laughs> yes. I mean, you have no I mean, problem with it. I, I have no problems if you, if you take it before the show. <laughs> <But> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess sometimes we might need to take mental health days in the middle of the show, depending on what's going on. Yes. Uh, however, though, the reports also say that Kyrie Irving did not talk to his head coach, Steve Nash. People thought it was weird, and from the report, quote, Nash twice proclaimed to not know... At all, why Irving wasn't there was odd. Before the game, Nash said he'd reached out to Irving, but hadn't heard back, and after the game, they still hadn't connected. The Nets are generally aware of why Irving didn't play, I'm told, and someone relayed the reason to Nash, end quote. And the question is thoughts, and I am up first. I think Kyrie Irving's in serious mental health issues, or in trouble, not issues. They're not issues, and I think that he, I think he needs to step away from basketball. Because it, it, this is something that is bothering him, and he keeps making news. And I don't think he really wants to make news. I don't think that he thinks he's trying to get his name in the in the press clippings and all over ESPN, all over Twitter. Um, I really think that Kyrie needs to figure something out, and whether or not he wants to be in the limelight. I don't think he enjoys being a professional basketball player. in In regards to him being in front of reporters, and in front of fans, and in front of everyone. I'm a little worried about Kyrie. I really am. And you have to tell your team where you're going if you're going to take a mental health day. You can't just not show up and have someone tell Steve Nash through a text message that Kyrie sent to them. I'm just i not a fan of that move, but I am a fan of Kyrie taking himself out of the situation and getting himself more help. Chris? Hard for me to
1: say, you know, what Kyrie Irving needs. Uh, I, I will say this. He certainly marches to the beat of a different drummer. And, uh, you know, I, I to me, you have to think a little bit of your teammates. Um, I, obviously, Kyrie Irving's got to take care of whatever issues are plaguing him. That's number one. But number one A is having the respect and the trust of your teammates. And to just not show up for a game and not tell anybody why that leaves your teammates in a lurch and these guys are working their butts off and they're getting trying to make a bunch of money and trying to win a bunch of games and they can't trust you. So that's where my biggest issue lies with Kyrie Irving right now. Um, As far as his own personal mental health is concerned, far be it for me to really understand what's going on with this young man. I hope he's okay. I hope just the fact that he's kind of a bit, a bit off center but you're right, Scraby. I mean, if you're just going to step away, you need to you need to let people know. And most importantly, your teammates, because they're the ones that you have to – they need to have some trust in you as a, as a teammate and as a person.
0: We talked about it in the Big Five before, and, and it was kind of a setup for the Nets that it was going to be players and coaches. It wasn't going to be Steve Nash having the 100% control of the team. But I never even thought about this. I never thought that he would just not show up to a game and not contact his head coach it's just a it's a bad look and I just I just wish that Kyrie would have someone in his life that would I'm sure he does but I would would tell him hey man get some help Figure it out. Like, go go take a sabbatical, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. When I stopped drinking four years ago, I needed help big time, and I took a a, a, a year away from hanging out with friends and doing anything outside of me working on myself. And it was the best thing But We can't suggest that
1: Kyrie Irving is going through any kind. No, of no, I'm like not this. saying. We just that,
0: don't know. No, I'm not saying that he's like a substance abuser or anything like right, that. We just don't know. We don't. We don't know. But you gotta, you gotta be. Trustworthy to your teammates,
1: I think. I think that's the very least you owe them that. And Kyrie Irving did not handle that situation properly.
0: All right, I just talked about Juju Smith-Schuster in our our picks that we made last segment. Number two. About three weeks ago, Mike Tomlin had a talk with Juju about doing TikTok dances on the logo of the opponents at midfield, (laughs) mainly... Because it was causing a distraction and gave the Bengals bulletin board material to beat them on Monday Night Football a few weeks ago. And to Juju's credit, he did stop. He did apologize. He said, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to take away from my team. But he may have given the Browns some more motivation. In an interview with ESPN, he was asked if these Browns are different. And he said, quote, nah, I think they're still the same Browns that I've played every year. I think they're nameless, gray faces. They have a couple of good players on their team, but at the end of the day, the Browns are the Browns. It's AFC North football. They're a good team. I'm just happy we're playing them again, end quote. Chris, do you have a problem with this?
1: Uh, consider the source. I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, the Schuster <laughs> says a bunch of really outlandish things and behaves in a bunch of outlandish ways, like a lot of diva-wide receivers do in the NFL, so... Uh, I would have had a problem with this 15 years ago, but no, I don't have a problem with this kind of stuff anymore. Uh, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it, and I'm kind of learning to just live with it. It's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to see people have a little more respect for their opponents, but as far as the Browns are concerned, you know, the old saying goes, if they need that to get fired up, they're going to be in trouble anyway. So They got enough um,
0: problems going on.
1: They got enough things to deal with.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: I, I, Juju. I, I, Juju. I just don't really care what he has to say. It, it just has. It doesn't move my needle one way or the other.
0: I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I, I I like that he's doing this, and I like when they lose after he does this because I think it's really. <laughs> it, it's just like you just got done talking to your coach about not giving a team a bulletin board material, but calling them gray faces it's like i know but
1: in the first quarter of the game sunday night jarvis landry is going to catch a pass for eight yards and he's going to do a cartwheel on the field and he's going (laughs) to jump up and down and do a backflip and somersault and baker mayfield's going to stick his finger in somebody's face because he gains 12 yards on a running play i mean this is how they do it these days so i i've kind of just learned to accept it number one
0: uh not really much to say here but playoff weekend chris you got any uh, favorite foods that you're gonna eat this weekend to watch the playoff games favorite foods yes. that's the number one story of the day yes yes it is what is your what are you going to be eating this weekend while you're watching the playoff games uh celery sticks oh come on and water oh come on and maybe
1: i might splurge and have a green
0: olive filled with garlic whoa yeah chris oh, is, I for everybody out there chris is very serious about his diet they're I'm pretty serious. serious about it, but once they get into
1: the playoff games and a good Saturday, Sunday of football, I'm gonna I'm gonna munch out munch down. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like cashews. Uh,
0: cashews. that's my favorite.
1: Those are my favorite. <laughs> okay. So if you're ever looking for a gift, I'll take some cashews. All right, um, I'm writing that down. You know which ones I like the best? Are the uh, the um, the dry cashews, the un um,
0: the the unsalted? ones that aren't roasted at all. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I know what they look like. They're more white in color.
0: Are they legumes? No,
1: they're not legumes. And I'm, I'm hilarious. Think think that's funny that you brought that
0: up. Isn't that? I thought uh, legumes. Uh, legumes are beans. Beans. So it's not cashew a nut. is a nut. It's a nuts. I do like cashews. They're pretty good. Yeah. See, and you said you knew what a legume was. I do. I do. I do. You I, apparently I forgot for a second because you thought a cashew. Was, I forgot so for one could. second. Um, what am I going to be eating? Cashews are my favorite. And then chips and guacamole is my, one. you got me there. I was going to say, I'm going to make some mac and cheese. I haven't had any good mac and cheese in a long time. You know what? Do we have an interview
1: we can play? I would love to run to the store right now and just get a box of macaroni. Yeah. I love mac and cheese. It has been a long time since I've just gorged on a box of macaroni and cheese.
0: Specifically. I make mac and cheese and I put it into the fridge and I eat it cold. Really? That's how I eat it. Have you ever uh, whipped up a little ground beef and then put that in there? I have. I have. It's kind of like Hamburger Helper a little bit. A little bit, yeah. You can also... Uh... Put dog food like you did to your roommate that one time? No, <laughs> that's not what I was going to suggest.
1: Uh, you can also do it with um, with some grilled uh, sausages, hot dogs, Oh like yeah. that. Cut those up and put that in your mac and cheese.
0: Oh, I'm hungry now.
1: Incredible, man. I, I'm... I wish you hadn't have brought that up. <laughs> we still got two hours to we go do. on the show. We do. We nowhere near eating that. No, I know. All right, there's our big five for today. Heading into the weekend, when we come back, five o'clock. Reset of the program. Reset of the Aztec victory over Nevada last night. plus notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.